Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, someone lift up a hallelujah in this place. Father, we thank you. You are here. Yes, you are. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Let's lift our hands and just worship y'all. Bless your name, Jesus. You are here. You're moving in our midst. I worship you. Oh, I worship you. You are here. You're working in this place.
church. You are God. We're declaring you. You are that God. We enthrone you with our worship in this place. We're testifying of your goodness. We're a people that know that yes, we do. That is who you are. And even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when Stop working, you never stop, you never come on, sing it out with this. And even when I don't see it, you work, and even when I don't feel it, you work, you never stop. Come on, if you can testify to that tonight, come on, lift your voice and say, even when.
I know that you sense God's presence there right where you are. I'm going to go ahead and ask our intercessors if they will just have their seat. And listen, oh, glory to God. I want you to go ahead right now, please, and hit your share button. This is really important. And you say, Pastor Rick, that sounds so unspiritual. This could be the most spiritual move you make tonight is sharing what God is doing right now. So hit your share button, please. Go in the comments, tag a friend. And by all means, hit those, those thumbs and those hearts. That's your amen tonight. So everybody engage. And while you're doing it, just pray in the spirit because things are changing. We can already feel the shift right here on this platform. God is good and he's good all the time. Place for Life, we love you. Quest Church, we love you. And God is about to speak to all of us. We're living in a crucial and critical time in this nation. And you know what we need more than anything? We need a word from God. We don't need another word from a congressman or a politician or a mayor. Or, we need to hear from God. Monday night, we talked about Isaiah 26, verse 11 and 12, where the cry comes from Mount Seir. And Mount Seir means people that are obstinate. And the cry was, watchmen, what of the night? Watchmen means bishop or episcopos. Epi is over. Scope, scopos is scope, the vision. We need to hear from men and women of God about the future. And tonight, I really believe God is about to speak to you. There's so many questions that are being asked, so much to consider. Is this the end of time? Is it the end of the world? Is it the end of days? We've come to give you hope tonight. My Bible tells me the one who endures to the end shall be saved. The questions are, where are we historically? Where are we in Kronos, the running of time? Where are we in Kairos, the appointed time? So many questions in this hour. We've come here tonight to reassure you in San Antonio and in Oklahoma City, Norman, Oklahoma, and throughout this nation that God's plan is not in jeopardy. His program is not being distorted. His sovereignty is not in peril. His agenda will be accomplished. God is still the God of the universe. He measures the universe by the span of his hand. You're going to tell me God does not have us. He has you right in his hand. Trust in him tonight. He's not confused about your call. He is not confused about your call. Let's make it personal. He is not discouraged about your destiny. He remains faithful even in times that we are faithless. God remains faithful. And I promise you this. He, can I just say this? He that began a good work in you shall complete it. God does not start anything that he has not already finished. The end is done. It's completed. So I encourage you tonight, hold on. Will you run with me for a moment? Will you put your tennis shoes on and let's run? Let's move quick tonight, shall we? Let's pick up the pace of your purpose. Let's pick up the cadence of your call. Stay with me tonight as we go to Ezekiel 37. Very familiar passage of scripture. 
The hand of the Lord was upon me, the prophet says. And the hand of the Lord carried me by the Spirit of the Lord. Did you hear it? The hand of the Lord carried me by the Spirit of the Lord. And he set me in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. And he caused me to pass through them, around about them. And there were very many in that open valley. And they were dry. He said to me, prophet, can these bones live? Can this be revived? And I said, Lord, only you know. And watch what God says. It's up to you. He said to me, prophesy. Go ahead and put that in your comments right now, prophesy. He said, prophesy upon these bones and say to them, O bones, hear the word of the Lord. There it is right there. We need a word from God. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord unto these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and I'll bring up flesh on you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied. Let's say it together. I prophesied. Let's say it again. Come on. I prophesied. Yeah. As I was commanded. And as I prophesied. Watch out. There was a noise. Not after I prophesied. But as I prophesied. There was a noise. When you start prophesying, God starts moving. Whew. As I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking of the bones and the bones came together bone to bone everyone say rattling yeah and when I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh came upon them the skin covered them watch now but there was no breath in them hmm. then he said unto me prophesy let's say it again prophesy prophesy to the wind prophesy prophet and say to the wind Thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these that are slain that they may live. So I prophesied. Say it, I prophesied. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came to them. And they lived, and they stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. Man, I feel God. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the house of Israel. This is my people. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. We are cut off from where we think we belong. Hmm. We have an army, but the army, according to verse 1 and 2, are in a valley. Valleys in Scripture are always places of transition. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Walk through, not camp in. I'm come, I come by to tell you, we're in a valley time. But the valley time only means transition. The prophet Joel said, multitudes, multitudes are in the valley of decision. In the transition, there are decisions that must be made. We are in the valley in this nation. And in verse 7, God's people were fragmented. They were segregated. Did you hear me? 
They were separated. And because they were separated, they were despondent. Does that not sound like where we are today? We're separated. We should be connected, and we're not. We're separated. We've been in our homes separated. Now we're separated together in the streets. We're together and separated at the same time. We're in a mess. But there's a mantle about to be released in the mess. God is about to do a thing. And he said prophesy to what is segregated. Prophesy to what is separated. Prophesy to what is despondent. Here's the answer to the problem. It's prophesy. In this particular instance, the word prophesy means, listen carefully, guys, to speak or sing by divine inspiration. When you were singing tonight, praise team, you were prophesying. It means to sing in prediction. I tell people all the time that prophecy is not foretelling. Prophecy is telling forth. Prophecy is not about being a foreteller. Prophecy is about people that speak to the future and tell it to line up because we're coming in Jesus' name. So I came by to tell you tonight, prophesy. One commentary says prophecy is not given just to foretell impending events as much as it is given to prepare the church and invoke a response which will affect the events. That will do what? Listen to it again. Prepare the church. That's what prophecy does. It prepares the church and it invokes a response that affects the events that are going on around us. Do you not know that Jesus himself, the testimony of Jesus, is the spirit of prophecy? The anointing on Jesus was that he was able to speak to the future and tell it what to do. That's why he can wait four days after Lazarus is dead and say it shall not end in death knowing he was going to die. Because when they saw him die, they thought it was over. But he said it won't end in death. He didn't say it wouldn't die. There are some things in this season that needed to die. And what does not need to die shall live again. But you've got to prophesy. So I'm praying that the spirit of prophecy comes on you. When Ezekiel heard the word of the Lord, it was not hard for him to say the word of the Lord. I hope you didn't miss that. When you hear the word of the Lord, it's not hard to speak the word of the Lord. The question is not what people saying, but what are prophets hearing? I came to speak to you what I heard today in prayer, so I prophesied. As I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and a shaking. Everyone say rattle. Rattle. There was a shaking. The bones came together, bone to his bone. So what happened? When they prophesied, it produced a noise. The prophecy brought the thing back together. The prophecy brought bone to bone, structure, order. This was an army which was meant to function by order. They were in disorder. They were in atrophy. 
Everything was rebellious and obstinate and going crazy, just like right now. But we came tonight in Place for Life and Quest Church to prophesy. And as we prophesy, things are beginning to rattle. Somebody shouted, rattle, rattle. right now and just begin to prophesy United States come back together races come back together communities come back together Saturday was silent surely it was through come on the swim swim has a possible never stop to you Since when has impossible yeah. ever stopped? 
bless your name, Jesus. Glory to God. Now watch. As he prophesied, there was a noise, a rattling, and bone came to bone. Now watch what happens in verse 11. He said to me, Son of man, these bones are my people. Behold, they are saying we are dried up. Now watch what they said. Our hope is lost. Our hope is lost. My Bible tells me in the book of Proverbs 13, verse 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's the tree of life. The Message Bible reads it like this. Unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. Watch out. But a sudden good break. But a sudden good break can turn life around. Somebody shout, there's a break coming. Say this with me. Things are beginning to turn. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 31, 24, be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart, all of you that hope in God. Say it with me. We have not lost hope. We may be in the valley. We may be disappointed, but we have not lost hope. Psalm 33, 24, let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in you. And finally, Zechariah 9, 12, turn to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare to you that I will, listen, that I will render double to you. If you've got any hope in your heart, you ought to be excited in the midst of this crazy pandemonium. Be excited because if you got hope in your heart, God is about to drop double for your trouble. Double is coming to those who will refuse to lose hope. You ought to tell somebody, I still got my hope. Now watch what he says in verse 12. He says, prophesy and say to them, say unto them, watch, behold my people. Everyone say God's people. Remember what he said, if my people who are called by my name, my people. And God says, oh, my people. I'm so glad that I am, I am his precious treasure. We belong to God. My people. Watch what he says. Behold, my people, I will open your graves. My God, have mercy. And I will cause you to come up out of your graves. And I will bring you into the land. Can I tell you the land always represents promise in Scripture? We are moving from pandemonium to promise. God is opening the grave. And you shall know that I'm the Lord when I have what? Opened your graves. Somebody say this with me. Graves open. Oh, my people, and when I bring you up out of your graves. Whew, you know what God does? He turns bones into armies. Come on in the building. We read it today. He turns scattered, segregated, separated bones back together. And they stand up a great army. You know what God does? He opens graves. He turns graves into gardens. And can I tell you that tonight, you're coming out. 
just like Lazarus. Come out of that grave and get those grave clothes off.
watch this. We're about done. This is the last point. Somebody begin to pray in the spirit just for a moment right here. If you've not hit that share button yet, you need to hit it right now because you want to share this revival with your friends and your family. We prophesy things are coming together. We prophesy that the violence in the streets shall end in the name of Jesus. Now watch this. Verse 14. God says, and I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it. God is good. Somebody say this with me. Revival is coming. He says, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live again. You know what the word revival means? To cause 
to live again. You don't need revival of something that's already alive. Can I tell you that death has hit this nation? But the breath of God from the north, south, east, and west is about to breathe on this country. And things that have died are about to live again. Hallelujah. The prophet Habakkuk prophesies and he says, Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, verse 2 says in the New Living Translation, I have heard all about you, Lord. You've done it before. You've done it before. He said, Lord, I'm filled with awe by what you've done. In this time, listen to the prayer. In this time of our deep need, help us again. In this time of our deep need, not just a need, but a deep need, deep calls unto deep at the noise of thy water spouse. God, we need you. Oh, we need you. Every hour, we need you. God, touch our country now. Touch us, God. He says, in this time of our deep need, help us again. As you did in years gone by. Watch now. And in your anger, remember mercy. Forgive us for hatred, prejudice. Forgive us for not following your command to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Heal our land, oh God. You said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray. Come on, y'all. Pray right in your living room. Place for life. Pray. Quest Church, pray right there. If my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, turn from hatred, turn from bitterness, turn from it, turn your back on words of hate, turn your back on fighting, turn your back on violence. Turn from your wicked ways. God said, I will turn and I will heal. I will heal. I will heal. God said, I will heal your land. Lift those hands right now. All over this nation, all over this city, all over San Antonio, all over Place for Life, all over Quest Church. And say these words with me. Lord, revive Say it, come on, Lord, revive your work again. Lord, send revival as we prophesy this song tonight. I want you to prepare your hearts because God is about to do something great. Hallelujah. Say it again, Lord, send revival.
sing as I worship, as I worship your majesty.
everyone praying in the spirit right now. Things are shifting right now. Heal our land, oh God. Bring revival. Bless your name, Jesus. Lift those hands right there. Somebody praying in the spirit. Come on, intercessors, pray. Come on. Come on, pray. Lift your voice. Pray, intercessors. Holy Spirit, breathe. Heaven, break out. Right there in your living room, begin to pray in the Spirit. God is reviving you. He's healing you. He's delivering you. Let's turn the music down. Everybody praying. Come on, just you, Gino. Come on, pray, guys. Pray. There you go. Call on him. Now let me tell you what's happening while these intercessors are praying. Pray. Intercession intercepts. I hope you hear me. Intercession intercepts. What we're doing right now is we are intercepting every plan that the enemy has devised. Where he brings a curse, God brings a blessing. We are intercepting. We are reversing the field on the enemy right now. Prayer is turning things around. Jeremiah said, call for the intercessors and the violence in the streets shall cease. If you could feel what we feel on this stage right now, and I know you do. Sixty more seconds. Come on, turn that intercession up. Travail. Pour out your heart to God. This is a prophetic moment in your purpose. This is divinely designed by deity. This is a moment in time that things change. Turn it, Lord. Turn it. 
The children that you've given up on are coming back to God. Revival is going to hit the streets of America. Woo. People are going to receive Jesus in the streets of our cities. Everybody's had their voice and everybody's had their time. But I came to prophesy now. It's time for the church. It's your turn, church. It's your turn, God's people. It's our time now to stand and prophesy and decree and declare this violence shall end and revival shall sweep this nation. Woo. Pastor Dustin, there's a fresh mantle falling on you. Oh, you've carried many mantles, mantles, but you are like, you've carried many, but you are like Benjamin. Five mantles. And these people prophesy a fresh mantle on Pastor Dustin Hawkins at Place for Life. In the name of Jesus, there's a fresh mantle hitting Quest Church in Norman, Oklahoma. This city is coming to Jesus. Oklahoma University, every student be saved in Jesus' name. Give your heart to Jesus. Oklahoma City, come to God. Come to God in Jesus' name. Lord, let there be a revival that runs all the way down 35. Let it stop in Fort Worth and hit Encounter Church with Bishop Gary Oliver. Let it stop in Austin and revive the churches in Austin. Let it run down to San Antonio and revive that city. Let it run down to Laredo and revive Pastor Sam Lopez Church, Christ Worship Center. We call for a 35 revival. Interstate 35 revival. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for every church in Norman. Thank you for every church in this city. Touch their pastors and help them to speak the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Hallelujah. Our days are bright. Our future is secure. There's a move of the Holy Ghost coming. It's time for us to rejoice. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The sun is rising. Glory to God. Our best days are in front of us. In the name of Jesus, everybody lift your hands one more time. Repeat after me. Lord, we have repented. Say it again. You will revive. Lord, we have repented. You will revive. And we will rejoice. We will rejoice. And we thank you, God, that that joy is hitting us now. Can I declare to you that tomorrow is going to be a good day for you? The rest of this week is going to be good days for you. It's going to be good days for the kingdom. The kingdom is advancing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Things change tonight. This was a prophetic, pivotal moment. Can I encourage you in something? Stay faithful and committed to your house. 
pastors need prayer. Just a few weeks ago, Pastor Connor, I won't say his entire name, but a prominent pastor of a large church committed suicide. And more pastors are committing suicide in this hour than any time in history. It's too much pressure. I lay in bed last night. At three this morning, my wife was asleep and she was crying so loud that it woke me up. I thought someone was in my bedroom and she was screaming, Jesus. And she was crying. And I woke her up. I said, Giovanna, wake up. What's wrong? And she said, they were trying to get us. They were attacking you. And you were on your side and you were crying. And you were in travail. They were pressuring you. And I was calling on Jesus to save you, babe. I was calling on Jesus to save you. Please pray for your pastors. Cover our watchmen, God. Cover them. Encourage them. Carry them. In Jesus' name, stay committed. You know how to give. Pastors are worried. Are our people going to leave? Are they going to stay? Are they going to keep giving? Can we keep advancing the kingdom? I spent two hours with a pastor from Norman today. Prophesied to him. He prophesied to me. A wonderful young man. And we both felt very secure that our people were locked in. I'm certain of Quest Church, and I'm absolutely certain of Place for Life. Continue to give. In Jesus' name, everyone stretch your hands toward this camera. Father, we bless the people tonight. And we thank you that tonight was pivotal. Something shifted. In Jesus' name, we love you. Hey, would you share this? Would you? I dare you. I dare you to share it. Because something great happened tonight, and your friends and family need it. Success to you, and success to the kingdom of God.